I find the simulation hypothesis to be a really interesting one because, as you mentioned, the sort of the sort of numbers and the the constants needed to get us to where we are today are um, you know you, you can go away and look at the maths and it's just it's absolutely incredible. Um, and you know it's it, it kind of skeptics tend to say sort of things like um, you know well if if it wasn't the case that we were here we wouldn't be able to look at the situation to kind of say that we're here, which sounds weird. But basically, they're trying to say that of course those are the numbers because if they weren't the numbers, we would never be here to ask those questions. So you know they, it, it must just kind of come about, and they kind of then st uh, stipulate or uh, begin to explore the idea of um, sort of um, a sort of a, a multiverse, which I know you've addressed elsewhere on on, on other shows before. Um, but I find the idea of a simulation um, to be exceptionally interesting because and this is going on a bit of a tangent but it um it kind of feeds into a little bit of them people's idea of uh, purpose and their idea of um destiny um it might sound really strange but there are certain characters within history who seem to have a uh, a feeling throughout their lives of they're going to go on to become these sort of classic uh, destiny figures like an example would be winston churchill from a very young age uh, believed he would go on to save great britain from some sort of invasion and then lo and behold you know 40 years later or 50 years later you know he's kind of the prime minister during world war ii and he's he's literally doing what he thought he would be doing when he's like a teenager which is fascinating this idea of destiny and it's there's almost seems to be this sort of um you know kind of print on individuals to suggest that there is something they're trying to get towards um even if they're not quite sure uh, how they're going to bring that about um so i don't know could you kind of sketch out the simulation hypothesis a little bit more and kind of and and i guess for me the the, the way it breaks down is, is is it's kind of it's laid you're just kind of pushing your if you stipulate this the simulation hypothesis to be correct you're pushing the issue just to another layer you can't get to like there are you know advanced aliens or you know some other sort of species that's got us on a floppy disk somewhere and is kind of programming us to see how we'd respond in situations but then you kind of got the same thing well they're going to have to have certain constants to bring themselves about anyway as well so there's still the same problem there so it kind of it, it's an interesting hypothesis but it doesn't seem to actually kind of get us uh, much further than a to begin with like we want to get from a to b right but it seems to just be you know it could be going back to a just from looking at it as a sort of concept i don't know what, what are your thoughts on that yeah you worry about this it's the equivalent of the who designed the designer objection or something but um yeah just i mean just start briefly on the point you touched on there about what i think is the most common response to fine tuning online which is well if it if it hadn't been fine tuned we wouldn't be here to to know about it um people often give this bloody douglas adams puddle thing i've had about a million times uh you know the, the puddle who wakes <laughs> up and says um oh this hole is perfectly suited for me and uh people think this is a very clever devastating objection but um i mean of course it's true that it's obviously true that we wouldn't be here to know about it if the universe is fine-tuned but it's it's hard to see why that makes a difference to the argument it's 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 still okay it's uh, it's still incredibly improbable the fine-tuning and it still seems like that cries out for explanation and when we put the argument in more precise bayesian terms you know it's just hard to see why why that what's called, often called the anthropic principle that you know if the universe hadn't been fine-tuned we wouldn't have been here to know about it what why that makes a difference and a lot of people are so i don't think it's a particularly popular objection in the literature because i think and also because i think a lot of people are impressed by um what's his name the firing squad analogy by oh god a really big philosopher on fine-tuning he's my mind's gone blank on now 
But, uh, you know, he said, well, imagine, you know, you, you, you're about to be executed. And there's, I don't know, five people about to shoot you. And they all miss. You think, okay, God, that was a bit weird. And they reload and they keep missing. And they, you know, they're really good sh- trained sh- shotsmen. They keep missing you. And you think, oh my God, something's going on here. That either, you know, this is a fake execution or, you know, something's going on. It's just too much of a coincidence. But of course, you could say, well, if they had hit me, I wouldn't be here to know about it. So, um, so maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't think it's a fluke. Well, that's true, but it still thinks. You still think that something needs explaining here. So, although having said that, there are some people, uh, Elliot Sober, who's a you know really good philosopher on this area, who does develop that kind of response to the fine tuning. So it's not it's not that no, you know, serious thinkers here develop that view. But anyway, yeah, simulation hypothesis. This is much explored in um, David Chalmers' recent book aimed at general audience, Reality Plus, and um, it, but it was originally. I mean, maybe not originally, but w- one key argument for it is the argument Nick Bostrom gave in the noughties for the uh, simulation hypothesis, which is it independently of all this all this fine tuning stuff. Uh, his reasoning was: look at as technology advanced, as advances, as AI advances, at some point we're, we're going to get lots of universe simulations. We're going to get lots and lots of simulations because the it will be so easy to do and there's going to be an interest to do it. And so at some, at some point, there's going to be lots of simulations of universes like ours in the future. And those simulations of universes like ours are, are presumably going to massively outnumber the number of concrete physical real universes, let's say just one. And so if you think thinking across all of space and time, there's going to be vastly more simulated universes than there are real physical universes. And then it just becomes a sort of probability game. Well, how likely is it that we are in the one universe that's actually physical rather than one of the simulated ones? So that's it's a very interesting argument. And um, I suppose my response to it is one assumption of the argument is um, that a computer simulation would be conscious. That's that's a very crucial... uh, consideration in the argument whereas i'm inclined 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 to think that actually simulating consciousness would not itself produce consciousness real feelings and thoughts so a computer simulation of my brain even with all the detail wouldn't have my consciousness i guess in the way a a computer simulation of a hurricane isn't really wet and um and this is something i argued with david chalmers on on my podcast mind chat Quick plug, uh, when I had him on, we, we argued back and forth about this. So that would be my problem with it. But I, actually, I think it could be a good explanation of fine-tuning, setting that worry I've just given on one side. Uh, y- your worry was, which is which is a good one, is, you know, well, wouldn't the problem reoccur? Because they, we then have to ask, uh, how did the, the universe of the simulator be, be get to be fine-tuned? Well, I think I think what you could say is, well, maybe their universe isn't fine tuned, um, because fi- look, f- fine tuned. It's a recent discovery that for life to be possible, are the numbers in physics have to fall in this narrow range, right? That wasn't obvious. It could be in the simulator's universe, the the numbers in physics didn't have to fall in a narrow range. Maybe physics was more flexible and also. 
you know most kind of constants in their physics would have would have given rise to life so obviously the the simulator's universe is going to be life conducive but it doesn't it's it doesn't follow that um their universe has to be fine-tuned in this very specific way in order to be life conducive so yeah so i think it is a good um intriguing response to the argument but i have these worries about whether a simulation would really be conscious um good on the destiny point actually sorry just before there was is an interesting one to raise and uh you know Chalmers suggests for people who have very blessed lives uh you know that they should really expect maybe they're in some kind of simulation or one thing i worry about is maybe you know maybe all of us are we're really in some utope some utopian future where we've cured all the ills of the world and you know there's no problems you know there's no but we're really bored <laughs> you know there's not there's nothing left to do so maybe we plug ourselves into simulations um and live out lives of people from the past uh as a bit of fun and then you'll get you get to your deathbed and it'll say game over and you'll be back to this boring sort of future utopia and you know if you've got if you've got a very life full of suffering that's probably unlikely that you chose that but if you've got quite a happy life where you know you're doing what you want to do interesting things happen maybe 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 this is you should take seriously that that this possibility that you're you're uh you've voluntarily voluntarily put yourself in some kind of simulation anyway fun things to think about if you enjoyed this clip then head on over to Locals to access the full conversation right now. Supporters can access the video version and everyone can access the audio-only version of the conversation. I'll see you over there.